So at the 10X Growth Conference, he was sitting in the audience. And, that's what they all do. Yeah. And then he was a speaker. I'm like, that's cool. Okay, so he's still trying to learn and hear all these other amazing people speak mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sitting in the audience with everyone else. And he's, you know, when he got up to speak, he was talking about what he's doing and changing it so there's not like these all these agencies where you go in and this and that. Now it's all virtual now. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I yeah. thought of you because... I met him at 10X Girl Conference. I'm like, dude, I gotta tell Carson about this. <laughs> and I told Eric that, and I was like, dude, he's with them. I was blown away. I was like, yeah. what? We're sitting there, and he's like, yeah, Carson, EXP, like, he needs to know about this. And I was like, I think, I think that's the group he's in. So uh, then I was just even more pumped up. It, it tell was, us what it is. It was that week, I think, or the week prior, you were redoing all of my yard signs. Yeah. You were redoing all of my signage. So, Man, yeah. I, did, I got what he was doing. It made sense to me. Like, that's awesome. He's going to disrupt the whole industry. Yes. What, what confused me was we used, like, the color red and some other colors. And when it was the EXP, their main colors is what? Purple and blue and blue orange. And orange. Yep. And then, yeah, I was like, dude, I think it did say, like, because I was staring at him for, like, a day and a half. And I was like, I think it said EXP, but yeah. Because you said that, I remember, like, I think he's with them. And I was like, what? No, you're like, no way. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was crazy. And you did you did watch that, right? Yeah. At the time, yep. um, online. Yeah, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was the only billionaire there, wasn't he? The only one the only in the audience. In the audience. In the audience. In the audience, which is freaking awesome. I love that. Correct. Like you, you know, you always got to keep sharpening the stone and learning, and I think that's pretty cool. So people are listening, still have no idea what we're talking about. What is EXP? What is EXP? What yeah. Is so it what did EXP? you do? What did you do before? So yeah. Um, Start back there. Basically, bit. long and short of it. Everybody understands, for the most part, real estate agent. So that's what I do. We know lots of them. Yep, real estate. Everyone knows a real estate agent. Yep. Most of them know crappy ones too. No, it. I mean, I'm just you, you, plug could, out there. Hey. you could almost say that about every industry. Like, you absolutely can. There, it, like if you just do everything like above and beyond. I mean, it's pretty easy to be in the top one percent at least in quality of service and correct running a book of business. I mean, there's a lot of okay businesses, but there's not a lot of great ones. Valid point. Yeah. Valid point. But real estate's a big, a big one. I see there's lots of them, and they're not doing a whole well, lot just, of good. Correct. I mean, the market, it's there's a lot of people. Weekend warriors is what it's. I would it's them. very people. saturated. Yeah. With Especially since HGTV. Like HGTV like is. is I, I can I cannot stand. Like my wife still likes to watch HGTV. Yeah. I hate watching hey, so it. So why? Oh my god, I I can't stand watching yeah. it because. It is not reality at all. And you know, it's, it's that's so what Eric far from it. Like the Bachelor, he watches that a lot, and you're saying I can believe that. Yeah, that is yeah. also <laughs> not true. Um, no, but you, you watch with other people. Like, you know what? We should we should buy a house and like we should flip it. And if it's that easy, I'm like, you have no idea what the reality is on it. You have no idea what you know how to close, how to you. There's so many variables that are not talked about. Correct. Right. Which is fine. Go find out the hard way. Yeah, correct. Go see what yeah. happens. Yeah, exactly. Go for it. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I can make my own beef jerky, but that's not running a meat processor right. facility. I, I know, completely people different. People comment on Facebook sometimes, like, I'm not going to pay that much. I can make mine. I'm like, okay, go make it. It. it ain't going to be anything like mine. Exactly. That's <laughs> like in that real estate, like, oh, I can get my license and I can sell you know, real estate and it's that easy. I'll just do it. And it's just like. You know the one I look at? The first sale by owner. I'll just do it myself. Okay. No. no. Look at you like landing right on someone okay. talking. Yeah, we're all like, what are we doing? This is we're just going to you on. Your whole thing. I love it. No, I, I don't have a thing. I just randomly wrap <laughs> bullet points in case I just got bored. And we just covered all of them, so that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Well, how did you get started in real estate? Where? When was your first gig in real estate? 
So started in real estate a little over two years ago. Okay. Was in construction. So it was in- uh, What kind of construction? Uh, commercial construction. Commercial and industrial. So Buildings. I used to, yeah. you know, you know, used to- That's uh, cool. Build yeah. schools, so build power around plants, real stuff like that. Yes, around real estate. So you were building schools? Yeah. Oh, yep. Nice. Wow. Yep. Pretty cool. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. Yeah, it was, it was you know- Big jobs. Yeah, huge jobs. So what'd you do? Um, mix, I was site engineer, um, and then went to be a assistant superintendent. He's so smart kind of shit is what he's so, trying to say. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, basically it was it was the country boy, farm boy that liked to get his hands dirty, but went to school and got an education. So like God, they wanted the site engineer side of me, but I like to be out in the field. So kinda blended the two of them. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, I did that, and then after a while I just have always my entire life wanted to do real estate. Just love real estate, don't know why, just have always Did you have family in real estate? No. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, because most people do. That's usually how they get their start. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to be in it, just loved it. And so finally, I decided I was going to do it part time, get my license, start to build up a book of business, do that. And then. While you're doing construction? While I was doing construction. Yep. That's a good way to start a yeah. business. Do it while you've got your thing going, get it running. You know, and for some people, that would have been. Yeah. You know, and I can see that. For me, I got my license, and after I started to realize, for me, the pain wasn't there. Like my construction career was too uh, warm and comforting. Like my salary was my salary was too yeah. good. My bonuses were too good. My health How much insurance was too good. Nah, I did okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and not even that. It was like I was killing it. It just made me comfortable enough that I didn't want to go do a showing at eight o'clock at night on a Saturday uh, and leave the family. There was okay. no, there was no pain there. Okay. Like I didn't have that drive, that inner fire. Like well, this is why I want to go through to suck. The middle you know? class in America. Yeah. So exactly. Then, so then you're like, well, I've got this. I'll do kind of you know selling houses kind of on my time and whatever. Correct. Best. And then if it doesn't work out, whatever. But I'm not going to put in my full. Correct. Effort. Which okay. which you see that a lot. You see a lot of people start off as part time agents. And I believe, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but it's like 85% of all real estate agents fail within the first five, within the first year. And then it's like another 90% of that remaining 15% fail within the next five years. So it's like this huge group that crashed within five years, within wow. the first year or five years. And most of them, I personally believe is because they're trying to do it part-time. They're just kind of you know, and, I agree. And it takes a lot of work. Not, it takes you're not committed. You're not committed to it. Yeah. So. Although I think you could go while working in another job, all out in it. There are some people, people that are awesome at don't, it. Don't. There are know. some people that are amazing at it. Yeah, like work till midnight and then do their day job and then go do it again tomorrow night. Exactly. Until they can replace that with their Correct. time deal. And for a lot of people, I think that's a really good scenario. You know, it's, it's safer, it's more, you know, consistent and it's, you know, keeps food on the table yeah. for them. So what he just said is. So real estate is like being a real estate agent is kind of like your own business, right? Even if Absolutely. With, even if you're with an agency, that's what it is. So all this like stats he was just given is the same situation as anyone starting any business. Correct. It really is. It sounds Correct. the exact same way. Some people go dip their toes in there. I'm going to try this. Like, if you have that attitude, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You got to be committed. Yep. Burn the freaking ships. Burn, Burn the, the ships. boats. Burn yep. the boats. Yep. That was a theme at the conferences here. It was. Freaking shit. Yeah, I was like, definitely yep. did that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Jump off a freaking cliff. Uh, yeah. The little plane. Well, and, and that's what I ended up yeah. doing was because I got my license basically in like September. Didn't do a whole lot with it. 
just kind of was testing the waters, not doing anything with it really. And then finally I was like, this is never gonna happen. And then found out my beautiful wife was pregnant. So I was like, holy crap, if I put a baby, like the, the thing that held me back was the fact that how am I gonna take away this salary, this health insurance, these retirement benefits, all that, I have a wife. And then I have a kid coming down the way. So I was like, as soon as that kid hits the dirt, there's no way I'm gonna be able to like walk away from that. Like the pain would be way too much at that point. I'd be too scared at that point. So basically, as soon as I found out my wife was pregnant, I went in and put my two weeks notice in and said, I'm quitting right now. I'm gonna make this work right now before the baby gets here. And that's it. what I did. Nice. Yeah, it so. takes balls to do that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, or <laughs> very little brain. Something. Yeah, I don't know. And sometimes that works <laughs> up to your advantage. Like me, what, I was just too stupid. I didn't know any better. What it truly takes, and this isn't even a plug, but what it truly takes is an awesome spouse. Like, I mean, for the fact that my wife is like, sure, I'm pregnant. Why don't you quit the job that has our health insurance and keeps the food on the table? Why don't you quit that and go make it? You know, that's pretty cool. Like, that takes more guts than what I did, really. We, we haven't figured that one out, me and Eric, yet. You'll get there eventually. Yeah, not <laughs> You'll get there eventually. Dude, that's super awesome. Like, I met your wife several times, and she seems super awesome. She's she is, pretty yeah. legit. And maybe she's on board with you now, but we'll yeah, see what really happens nice. later in the podcast. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> True that. Yeah, so anyways, I... Uh, joined onto a firm, Keller Williams, one of the largest firms in the country and the world. Um, they're known to be best in their training space. They do great with first time uh, agents training and everything like that. So I joined on with them, did almost two years with them, loved every minute of it, they were great. And then good old COVID kind of hit and rocked everybody's boat. And right about that time was when I started to truly, like I had known about EXP, but I hadn't given them the true thought that I should have. Mm -hmm. And about that time was when I was like, here's a company that runs virtually and has been running virtually. Before. So, yeah, so. How many years? I mean, they're still fairly new, but how many years? So, been around? yeah, the really cool part was the fact that Glenn Sanford used to be a Keller Williams agent. What? So that was like a little warm fuzzy for me. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, he, he knows cool. where I've been yeah. and he did something different. Um, so he started up the firm back in 2009. So they've been oh, running- 10 years. They've been, wow. They've been running virtually Dude. for over a decade. Right. You know, which is awesome. So now- ten, A 10 year overnight success. Yeah, that's a great just way waiting for COVID to happen. That's a great market share grab. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. And so you know, when everybody else was struggling, everybody else was freaking out. You had all these real estate companies trying to figure out how to maintain a book of business in a new virtual world. EXP is just like, hang on, oh, here we go. Like this is year, what we've been waiting. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I think stuff like this <clears> meant to be too. Yeah, they didn't know COVID was going to happen, but they they could see that this is where the world's going. Before that, that just right. freaking put it into overdrive. Exactly, and one of the coolest things that I loved was Glenn Sanford has a technology background. He is a technology geek. Like he used to write code, develop software, all this stuff. Like that, I have wow. nothing about. That's crazy. So he is a tech guy that brought his vision to the real estate world. Um, I think at the GrowthCon, he talked about how he was actually looking to take it to the uh, insurance world, is where he was initially going to take that, but he ended up taking it to the uh, real estate world. Yeah, wasn't he talking about, he almost took this other position Correct. before he did that? Oh yeah. What would, tell us what that is, you probably might know it better. I don't, know I don't remember exactly what the position was. One but decision away from like, 
Correct. No, this would never happen. Correct. Right. But then basically, some one of a, a it was friend. a job offer. Yep. A friend just kind of said, "Dude, you should start selling real estate basically as a part-time gig to keep things going," and he ended up morphing this into real estate, and here we are today. So that's one of the things I love is a lot of people claim that they have all the best technology, they have all this, they have all that. Well, most people are real estate companies trying to be technologically savvy. Mm. Where EXP is technologically savvy. It's a tech company. And has pulled it into real estate. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. a real estate tech company. Exactly. That's so cool. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so that's what EXP is. What does it stand for anything? I don't honestly know now that you say that. I probably <laughs> should. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. I guarantee you it does. But Something real to explore yeah. people. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. No, keep going. <laughs> keep going with this. Spit it out. That's all I got. He put the E and the X all together to explore. Explore. <laughs> I love it. That's super cool. So yeah. So you've been with them for a year? Been with them now. Good God, yeah, it's been almost... Is it two years? No, 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 no. More than a year. No, I've been with them now... What year is it? 21. When was, when was Girls? I've been with them about six months now. Okay. That's oh. about what it's been. Really? Yeah, oh, so Girls Count was that's only... That's right, you started... January. Yeah. Wasn't it? February? Oh, and you just hopped on at that. And you were just doing my signs at that point, so it's yeah. probably about six months. Yeah. Give Such a weird year. I'm losing track of years. So After 2020, a no year idea. doesn't even make sense. Anymore. No idea. It's still 2020, I feel like. Yeah, it's we're two years in. Who knows what? <laughs> so yeah, and that was part of the shift is I kind of saw, as everyone did, this whole virtual world thing coming around. And I don't think we will ever go back to a mm. pre-pandemic way of living. You know, our life has forever been changed to have more virtual world integrated with it. Mm -hmm. So what's unique about EXP when we're talking about being more virtual than the other real estate companies? What do you guys kind of offer or what do you guys specialize in? So a lot of different things, but in the, so there's kind of a different, if you're thinking in terms of how an agent would think, so like for me, they have no brick and mortar structures. Yep. Right. So when no you drive buildings. around, you'll see this real estate company, this real estate, like an office, right? Correct. Or whatever you call it. Yep. That doesn't exist. Does not exist. Which in my head, okay, that's way more profitable now. <laughs> Bingo. That's in my head too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because in all firms, you're, you know, if we're getting down to the nitty gritty of it all, agents are always concerned with how much are they going to bring home. Mm -hmm. You know, so every paycheck that I make goes to the firm first. The firm takes their cut out, and then I get whatever's left uh, over. And they got to pay their building with that, along with other things. Their building, their light, the the person at the front desk welcoming people. And these are probably million dollar real estate holdings. Correct. Exactly. Every one times thousands of them. Exactly. So that all just adds up, you know, and and especially in a society that is so virtual, like you know, and I will never say anything bad about Keller Williams. Like my experience with Keller Williams was top notch. That's I would awesome. recommend. <clears throat> a ton of new agents mm -hmm. to go to Keller Williams for their training, everything. That's Great company. Cool. Absolutely. You know, but when you go into some of these firms, and it's not just Keller Williams, a ton of different firms I've been into, and every, you know, only one out of every four offices has a person in it, you know, because everybody else is working from home, mm -hmm. everybody else is working from their vehicle, mm -hmm. everybody else is, you know, I mean, it just makes sense why pay for that physical structure. It's, it's not as important. I mean, I don't remember the last time I truly met a client 
at an office. I mean, you meet them at the coffee shops, you meet them at the property, you meet them at their house, you know, that's the best part. And one of the things I love about real estate is it's just so fluid. You just go with it, mm -hmm. you know? So for me, that was a big part. No brick and mortar. So that actually will tie into your, how much you make too. Correct. It directly ties directly, into it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because, sizable amount. Yes. Because now my, the dues or whatever. The amounts that I have to pay in mm -hmm. are considerably less because they don't have to pay rent, lights, gas, utilities. They don't have to pay any of that. All the upkeeping all these properties. Correct. Taxes and insurance and legal work. Bingo. That's crazy. How many, like how many buildings does real estate company X have in the U.S.? Oh man. Like one company. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it could depend. I mean, but yeah. Lots of them. A ton of them. So also when it comes to DXP, um, when you, you don't have an off or you're more of a mobile office or virtual office. Do they have good software for like connecting with people via like video chat? Um, is it just much more, you know, when they say that they were really headed towards being more virtual, what does that mean besides the no brick or no brick and mortar building? The virtual side of things is more or less within the firm, you know, so it's, you know, um, basically, if you had a training center, all the agents from the area would come mm -hmm. to this training center and mm -hmm. someone would stand up in front of the team and you all walk into this big conference room, you sit down, all this, which is good. You know, a lot of people like that personal interaction. EXP, you have, it's all virtual. So it's basically so like, videos you, just, and whatnot. you just walk yourself into a room and, and you're in that room. So, yeah, he was talking about that at the conference. It was like blowing my mind. Like they actually have like a virtual center like <laughs> now, and, and I'm not. Are you wearing VR? You are. You are. No, no. Maybe <laughs> wild. No. You have to walk around your house to walk around. Honey, I'm working. <laughs> Leave me alone. You see like neighbors like walk Halo. by and you're just like yeah you just like see you with your goggles on just walk around that house. Well, and see that's the thing like because I'm not a. I'm so old school. Like I should have been born a generation ago. I'm so not a techie guy. Like. And that was one of the reasons why I partnered with EXP is because I'm a firm believer, and I've done some some tests on this with some previous construction companies, like personality tests. And one of the companies that I used to work with out west, one of the tests they had to do was it, it was a strengths finder, and it found like your top 30 things that you're good at. Hmm. But then it only focused on your top five. And it says most um, personality tests, most of those, they have you focus on what you're bad at. Try to mm -hmm. try to make what you're bad at better. And this said, no, screw that. Focus on what you're good at. Mm -hmm. You suck at all these things. Don't waste your time on these because you're inherently good at these because this is what works with you. Right. Like this is how your body functions. That's cool. So focus on this and surround yourself with the people that are good at all the things you suck at. So for me, I was like, I don't like technology. I'm gonna surround myself mm -hmm. with the people who are the sense. best in yeah. the industry mm -hmm. because they're gonna help bring that side up with me. I love it. I've heard that argument before too from other podcasts and stuff. They're Focus talking about on like, you're good at. Some, yeah. some people will say, you know, get your weaknesses better, work on that stuff. Other people are like, well, take what you're good at and elevate that. But you don't have weaknesses? Well, I don't know. What's that like, Eric? Eric? <laughs> 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 it goes that for, goes that way for hiring people too. Like, yeah, absolutely. I saw this hilarious TikTok. Yeah. The guy's like, <laughs> when you're the dumbest person in the room, 
And then you look around and realize you hired everyone. <laughs> it was awesome. That's I'm like, that's, that's smart. If you yeah. want to hire smart people that oh, are better absolutely. than you, that's how you blow your company. Yeah, that's, that's how yeah. coaching works yeah. too, you know? When yes. You, when you're coaching a team, yeah. you, you want to have a you know, Best coordinator or you know players that are smarter than you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's why I hired my wife. So now my wife and I are our family duo. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> it was. But I Transition mean, on point. <laughs> I I do not like the the paperwork side of things. The monotonous, like upload this, scan this, and do oh, that. You know, and then it's great. Some people are great at that. That's not how my brain functions. I would much rather be out shaking hands, talking to people. Pound uh, the freaking pavement. Exactly. Which and there are certain people who don't want to be in that spotlight. Right. My wife, she would. She does not want to be in that spotlight. She'd much rather be behind the scenes doing the daily stuff that's getting the job mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need both sides of that. And Absolutely. That's why I hired her, and she's awesome. That's so cool. So you are a team now. We are a team now. That's, that's pretty A badass. family team. We're still looking for a spot for my two-year-old son. He's uh, good at lunch dates. <laughs> that's about what he's good at. Um, Bring him with. It might help you close some more deals. I don't know. Oh, it would help. It would help. Wrap them up quicker. There you go. <laughs> okay, we gotta go. <laughs> ah, he's crying. He's hungry. Ah, uh, yeah, just sign right here. He's, he's good stuff. I need to read this. No, I'm just sign. Just sign. Just sign. Look at his smile. Just sign the paper. <laughs> Speaking of like, do you need to read this? Like, just made me think of closing a real estate deal right now. Yes. In the time that we're in, and, and people bidding on properties, and like, what what's going on? What the hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's so um, bidding war. You kind of led to like one of my most frustrating questions. I always get, you know. They always joke in real estate that the best part about real estate is everybody wants to talk about real estate. The worst part about real estate is everybody yeah. wants to talk about real yeah. estate. So like you go to Thanksgiving, you go to Christmas, everybody, oh, you yeah, know, I everywhere it. you go. Do you get like the conversation like, hey, I'm looking at this property or do you have any properties out there for me? Or just like, you know what I mean? Just nonstop like. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the time. All yeah. the time. And what a lot of people, you know, and it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm joking a little bit here. I'm not that, I don't care that much, but. You know, you get a lot of people will be like, well, what's, you know, how's the market right now? And that question is is very, way bigger of a question than how's the market? You know, mm-hmm. are you looking to buy? Are you looking to sell? Are you looking to invest? Are you looking to flip? You know, there's so many different avenues. So what market? Exactly. You know, so right now, I mean, the average person, if you're looking to buy, it is a tough market right now. There's no inventory. Everything's low. Um, Prices are going through the roof. If you're looking to sell, put the sign in the yard as soon as you possibly can. You figure, figure, out, figure out where you're going to move first. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. <laughs> we got steps. <laughs> we'll that. I so in the motel. I've heard a few people like talking about like selling their house and stuff. I'm like, where are you, where are you going to buy? Camper. <laughs> There's a sign up behind you that just says, build the plane on the way down after you jump off the cliff. You Take know? a tent with you. Let's yeah, go. You'll we'll figure it out. We're kids. You'll yeah, I'll sell this place. <laughs> yeah, great rock and roll. <laughs> oh my god! So no, yeah, it's it's been it's been crazy. It's been a lot of very tough competing offers. You know, I had one the other day. We had um, sixty nine showings in two days. Oh that's a lot. my gosh, that's a lot. Think about that's that. a lot of people. Sixty nine people walking through in two days, two and a half days. Holy cow! Where is this at? Thirteen offers. That was in Edgerton. Really, wow. Edgerton's nuts right Edgerton's now. Edgerton's hot right now. So. Quick story, real estate for you. One of our buddies, yeah, one of our buddies, Chris Komarowski, he won't mind. Uh, he won't mind. Yes, yeah, he. The house, the house opened for showings on Saturday. No, in Portage, house opened for showings on Saturday. He offered twenty grand. The third person that walked through, and they said yes. 
but he got denied or outbid on about 25 houses oh, yeah. in like the month of April, May before that. Cause he'd go like 10,000 up, no. 20, you know, 15,000 up, no. Yeah. Like outbid, blah, blah, blah. And this, the stuff they're selling for is ridiculous. It's crazy right now. This yeah. is another thing that I thought of too, because um, this happened to my uncle. He had his house sold, um, it was all not sold. They had like a closing date set up. Everything was ready to go. They had the financing and all that. But it was something about like the appraisal comes through. Okay, well it's way under Correct. this overbid, so then people can get in that spot too. Correct. Mm-hmm. Which we're seeing more and more. Wait, say that. Okay, so, so they're not going to lend you money, forty grand over what the property's worth because if you don't pay it, they, it's theirs and they got to sell it for what yeah. it's worth. But if you're bidding forty over, okay, they're like, well, this house um, we got a closed deal on for four hundred grand, but it's worth three twenty. We're not going to give you four hundred grand. We're going to give you three twenty. <laughs> but see, that's the thing right now is we're seeing people that are covering cash. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that. I, I see that a, makes sense. I've seen a fifty-six thousand dollar appraisal language cover, <laughs> meaning if the appraisal comes in fifty-six thousand dollars less than what they offered, they would just pay that in cash. We'll just stroke Seriously, check. Just stroke and check. Yeah, we don't deal drugs. Yeah, just <laughs> you know. tell me you're a drug dealer without telling me you're. A drug dealer. Dude, <laughs> the other thing. I bought a house. <laughs> so that's what it's coming. Uh, I mean, so a house can be worth that much, but he's like, you know what? Or the, the group is, or whoever, I want to pay the 56000 extra bucks because I want this house. Uh, yeah. And that's the common be. situation, oh. right? Like, well, it, the house is worth this much, but you're getting bids here, 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 here. You're getting them all over. And all it, over. it, it yeah, totally depends, too, because it's like, you know, and this is where I go back to like, what are you trying to market? market? Yeah. You know? That's it. Because if you're looking to buy a house, if it's your forever home, you're going to be there for 30 years, you're not going to get that hurt at $50,000 over asking. No. Right. Because you're getting a two and a half percent interest rate, yeah. two, three, you know, that's you're insane. getting such that's free freaking loan. You're getting such 2%. a small loan that over the course of a 30 year time, that's such a wash. Is that that's what interest rates are at right now? They're stupid low. They're crazy. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what are they normally at? There's, well, I mean, you know, uh, about, you know, 15 years ago, you know, you're shooting at close to six, eight, ten. Oh yeah. And even before that, my mom was telling me like when she bought her first house, it was like normal was like 15. Yes. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Back in, I think it was back in like the eighties, they were talking like upwards of 18%, you know, that's like freaking loan shark. That's how these banks got these monster buildings. They got all these freaking mortgages at 20% back in the day. Well, I remember when, (laughs) when my dad bought our farm, he said that he walked out of the bank thinking he just robbed him blind at 9%. He negotiated 9%. He's like, man, what a bunch of idiots. Like I, I took, but back then, you know, loans were 10, 11%. So that was crazy. crazy. You just yeah. got bent over at 9%. Yeah. <laughs> Which they're talking, this is going to get interesting with this generation because there's right now a generation it's, of buyers who have never seen above a four and a half percent. So what is this going to look like mm-hmm. in the coming years when that set of buyers and or sellers, as they keep going, start to see if we get back up in the six, seven, eight, ten percent? It's going to get it's going to get interesting. People, yeah. people are going to be right now. When I when I bought mine six years ago, I think it was five and a half percent. Five and a half. Yep. And yeah. yeah, I had another friend just buy and they got like a one point five percent or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, then, yeah, refinancing is a good time right now, I guess. So not a bad time. If you don't mind me asking, what's a common like down payment percent that you recommend or it all varies? You can I, go I mean, if you want, house. if you want the, because don't they do like first homeowner <clears throat> uh, deals where it's super low? Pretty much nothing. There's all sorts of different programs you can get yeah. into. I mean, if you're, 
if you're going to throw a dart at the wall and say, what's the best way to do a down payment? You know, a lot of people are going to say 20% because then you don't have to pay PMI insurance. PMI, yeah. Right. Property, or, uh, yeah. Private property mortgage insurance. insurance. Private mortgage, thank you. Uh, I have to pay it, so I know what it stands for. See, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, but however, depending on what you have for a cash flow, depending on what you're using for a cash flow, you know, can you use that 10, 15, 20% elsewhere to be more beneficial than paying 20% down on the loan? Sure. Maybe, you know, so, I mean, I have people doing 3% all the time. So what's you know? 3%? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that's stupid as shit, but what do I know? Exactly. And, every, and everybody's <laughs> situation is different, you know, because that's that the, the thing. Is you've seen? What is, um, no, I mean, you can do a 0% down. That's dumb. Don't, <laughs> if you're listening, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. You can do. Well, and, you want a little skin in the game, man. That you, is wild. You they always owned your ass. It's funny, though, because you'll see, you know, you see so much behind the curtain on a lot of people's lives and livelihoods. And, you know, and this is not to get sappy or whatever, but like, no, for some people, well, right? I mean, for some people's situations, depending on what their current living situation is putting 0% down to get them out of where they are mm, to be in this option. house yeah. is the, the world's greatest. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. I agree. Yep. Case if you're looking cases. strictly on, fi- you know, the financial pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at it in an investment standpoint. But you'll get it. <laughs> you'll get plenty of first home owners uh, to be like, yeah, we want to go with, you know, the 3% or whatever. I get a lot of three and fives. Three and fives. Yep. I would, I, that's what I would have guessed was probably common for houses. Mm-hmm. I would have guessed even two or three. I don't know. Yep. You see a lot of three and five percenters for first time homeowners. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Let me ask you this. So do you know a lot about refinancing in the, in the banking side of things or? Enough to be dangerous, but I usually leave that to my lenders because mm-hmm. I don't claim, you know, everybody always asks me about lending and everybody always asks me about taxes. And I'm like, awesome. these are, these are who you need to talk to. Here's my accountant. I'm sure you get like the whole question, like, Hey man, just, can you do everything for me? Like I need you to, I need all the answers right now. What do I need down payment? What can, what, what can I do? And usually that comes from the guy that doesn't need any help. I don't need any help. I don't need any help. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, yeah, sure. Well, what about this and this and this? And then they just start rattling. And you're like, I swear to God, you didn't need any help. Big chest syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Good fun. So have you been seeing a lot of cash buyers? Decent amount. I mean, not. I would still say there's, I mean, the vast majority of them are still financing. You know, I mean, there's, there's definitely cash buyers out there. I had a buddy who just sold the property. Um, Long story short, it was an investment property. He sold it for six hundred eighty thousand cash buyer. Yeah, really. Yeah. Because I have a friend who's. Is this a house or like an apartment? Yeah, that was a house. That's pretty. Yeah, pretty that's, that's got drugs written all over it. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> cash. I think it came with like thirty six acres or something like oh, that. So it was like a little format right, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But still, just one day we'll, we'll rent the suitcases. Exactly. Go rent the suitcases. Stroke a check. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah, because I, I have a friend who has been doing flips for like two or three years now. Yep. So he tries to keep it under 150. Yep. And he says he can't even buy a house now without straight cash for it. A lot of so, times he can't. Yeah, because yeah. why? People have $150,000 and they're just like, here, cash. That's probably more like people that do it for investors. Oh, he's right. Oh, got it. Okay. He wants to buy houses for 150 And flip them and sell cash. them for two to 300000 Gotcha. He's, he doesn't have the cash though. He's doing Talking it rich as a business. You know, and every time he tries to buy, someone comes in underneath and they're like, 
oh, we don't have to refile, we don't have to sign paperwork, or I mean, cash all that. Is it's, just cash. 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 cash is king. Cash is king. Yeah. Cash flow is king. Go. <laughs> True. Cash. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it, it depends too, because depending on what your market is, because if you're if you're in the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar purchase price range or below, a lot of people can afford two fifty and less. You can get programs. You can get this. You can get that. You oh can yeah. Afford. So the number of buyers you're competing against is Astronaut. through the roof. Now you jump up to four, five, six, eight hundred thousand. You're getting to a a smaller, you know. Competition. So, if you don't mind me asking, so you said two hundred fifty and kind of below. Mm -hmm. So, is that a very con? What is that like? Um, if the, is that a house or is that a condo? Maybe they're both. Is it one bedroom, two bedroom type deal? It all varies. Again, completely varies. You know, if you're going, you know, southwest of here, an hour down in Lafayette County, and you're getting out and about, two hundred fifty thousand buying you a three bed, two bath, ranch style house with a two car really? garage, you know, and Madison, you know, an acre, Madison, you get a tree, it, you get a cardboard box with, <laughs> with one free roll of toilet paper, like <laughs> original roof from 1890. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wild. Do you deal with, uh, in the Madison area or where's yep. your, okay. Yep. So I, I mean, I pretty much deal with the South central Southwestern part of Wisconsin. So I mean, Dane, Iowa, a lot Lafayette, of rural Green. stuff, farms. Yep. Which that's one of, and that's one of the things that I, I pushed towards during the whole COVID portion of it mm -hmm. is because everybody wanted to social distance. So that was one of the avenues I oh, yeah. transitioned more so and transitioned my focus more so is I got out of the big cities that had the bigger lockdowns that, you know, people weren't letting people in their houses. Yeah. People weren't doing this. <laughs> you go down, See, you know, go Green County, Lafayette County, people are like, Co what? COVID, huh? Like, yeah, sure. Come in the house, you know, take a peek, you know. So it was able, People you know, brain. help to keep things moving a little bit, you know, switch it up. <laughs> I didn't put that too into that. Uh, do you sell a lot of condos? Not a ton of condos. But you do sell some? Yes. Yep. God. Interesting. So does it work like the bigger the selling price, the more money you're going to make? Like pretty straightforward? Like if you're selling a million dollar farm versus a $180,000 house. Yeah, I mean, like a percentage is still the same. Yeah, you get like five hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. I mean, some percentages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna start doing what he does tomorrow. <laughs> Fifty percent commission. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, I mean, usually your commission structure is based on a percentage. You will see. Now, is that the real estate company you work with, like EXP? Do they set that kind of stuff? Yes and no. Some mm. companies will set it for you. So, like for with Keller Williams they would kind of keep their thumb on you for the first couple transactions to make sure that you were knowing what you're doing, how you were doing it. So they keep an eye on you and do that. Um, once, you know, now I can set my own price wow. to set anything That's I want. That's so cool. You know. Can you do that with other companies? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So like, how, yeah, how do, yeah. Play, how do you play the game though? I mean, like you, so you do a bunch of research on making sure that, you know, you're, you're setting your prices kind of comparable to other people. I mean, for the most part, the industry, I'm, you know, this is the wrong terminology to say the industry standard. You know, there is kind of an industry standard out there. What is about, that? For like a house. You know, usually. I w if I had to guess, I would say like 5%. Usually a, a full blown transaction is about 6%. 6%. But that is Everything. both sides. Yeah. You know, so it'd be a 3% usually. Got it. Give yeah, or take. Yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, there's people that will negotiate and, you know, just like any other business, I'm going to try to act professional here. 
I won't I won't get too dirty on it. Get dirty, dude. That's what this podcast <laughs> is. This, yeah, is, yeah. Freaking war. this is the war reward. <laughs> Don't sugarcoat anything. No. no, there there are definitely people that will just look to undercut, just like any other business. Mm-hmm, right. So they'll just drop their prices and just try to do quantity. And there's quantity, a market quantity. of people that will use that service. And there's a market of people that want quality professional people like him that would Absolutely. pay a little bit more for. I would pay one or two percent more for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Like that's how I run my business. Premium product. It's a higher end. It's gonna cost a little bit more. But that's awesome. That's a good way to run a business. So because you know your top end service. Exactly. So there are agents out there just going, Yep, we're gonna go this much less than everyone because we want to do high volume and you know necessarily don't care this is hypothetical. Necessarily don't care about the product. They just want to keep moving things. Correct. Where your motto is, um, we're going to make sure that what you're getting is what you want. We're going to not sell you something that you don't need. Absolutely. Like that's awesome. for me, business is hard to come by. It is not easy to get leads. It is not easy to get people to, you know, use your services. Mm -hmm. So for me, I am a firm believer of raving fans and getting repeat business. I want, I talk about you all the time. Seriously. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. No, for real, for real, for real. Yeah. Um, I got this buddy, you know, down in New Glarus. If you're looking for a place or have any questions, hit him up. But it's it's right. it, the conversation always comes up. Real estate always comes up. I don't care where you're at. You could be at a family reunion. You could be with friends. You know, always. You be with your parents. Real estate is just it's it's crazy. At least in my world, it always gets brought up. So always, yeah, always. You know. Anyways, what were you gonna say though? But yeah, so I mean, for me, I try to do as good of a job as I possibly can, mm-hmm. meet and exceed their expectations, <laughs> so that they want to use me. Because I know that if I put my blood, sweat, and tears into them, maybe the you know maybe at the end of the day the transaction takes forever. Maybe we have a whole bunch of hurdles. Maybe you know we got to do all sorts of different things to get it sold. And at the end of the day, my P and L statement looks like complete crap for them, and I don't truly make any money P- from you said P and L P and L profit and loss. Got it. So you know if if that ends up looking like complete junk, where at the end of the day I'm like wow, you know the amount of time and energy I spent with them, I truly didn't make any money. If I leave them as a raving fan, there's a good chance I'm going to get mm-hmm. their their cousin, their aunt, their their you know, high school classmate, mm-hmm. somebody hopefully. And 100%. that's the type of business. Hundred percent that's an investment that you're making. Absolutely. Like that's one hundred percent gonna make you tons of money. Yes. In tons of business. Absolutely. Even if you lost it on that one. Hundred percent. That's like zero doubt in my mind. That's the goal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're gonna tell someone. That's just how business works in general. And, and there are some people that they can't see past this deal, this commission check. Oh my gosh. And so it's just like it's cutthroat. They got to do this, and they'll just do anything and everything. And I think those are some of the people that you see as part of the statistic that don't make the five years. Not everyone's supposed to be you in know? business. Valid point. Yeah. I mean, they, they, weed, they weed themselves <laughs> out. <laughs> that's a good way. You can see that in twenty twenty two. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but. That, no, yeah, that's just point. how it is. What you do and how you take care of people, like you might not see it today, but once you're in business long enough, you just you know it's not about today's sale, like lifetime value of your customer. Yeah, for sure. All the people that they're gonna tell, okay, that's that's what you're doing. You're making an investment in your future by doing that. Correct. And it, it good and bad. It sucks because when you do a really really good job and you crush it, there's probably a good chance you're only gonna tell maybe one, maybe two other people about it. You do a. I was say, terrible job everyone's they're gonna, gonna tell everybody yeah you know that's the one that just gets spread like wildfire I've had, I've, seen, I've had that happen to me before yes absolutely <laughs> nope you gotta put the yeah. flames up yeah i mean business is brutal man it is <laughs> i'm trying sure, to have some thick skin i'm sure when you started it was a little bit more like you know because 
you watch HCTV. Well, you didn't, but you know, you right. kind of get that, <laughs> you get that concept in your head. You're like, all right, yeah, you know, and the first day you put your boots on and you're like, holy smokes, what did I get myself into? This At least for me. The, yeah. This is not what I thought it was. No. You know, and I, I pivoted my business too, because you know, a lot of people, they do the cold calls, they do the door knocking, they just go around just aimlessly. It, it's a numbers game, you know, boom, 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 boom. Right. It's a formula. Exactly. And I started off that way and got a good start, but I realized like that's not who I am. So I've actually went small to go big. So I am, love it. I am <clears throat> bringing in my focus of who are truly my core people yeah, that know me, trust me, yeah. respect me, and are going to help me expand. Because then you don't have to do it all. They're going to help you do it. They're going to help. There's, yeah. It's no different than any other aspect of your business and leveraging time yeah. and leveraging people. Like what Eric said, he talks about you all the time. You don't know how many people do that for you. True. But you don't even know. But, exactly. then, but in the back of my head, I'm not going, you know what? I'm going to go out and talk to people because I'm going to try to get a business. It's just Correct. Like, his name just pops up and then we get talking about properties and, you know, I'm looking in Southern Wisconsin. Well, yeah, definitely give this guy. He's a great guy. And that's how it goes. It's not like, hey, I'm going to go try to get him a sale. Correct. The same with like your beef sticks. Like when I'm, there's been a couple of people on the area that own businesses and I'm like, you know, if you're ever looking to sell beef sticks or, you know, need meat processed, I know the guy, not like it's in the back of my head going, I'm going to try to get him business. You're just great people to work with. And exactly. We all do that for each other. Yeah, and that's yeah. like, well, that spreads, you know, like all the good things we can do for our community. And then yep. you get referrals, he'll get referrals, I get referrals. Like it just makes the business world go around. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. 10X, baby. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, we have to cut this short. No it's a short episode. We all got a lot to do, but we're going to have him back on soon, I think. Sweet, sweet. We got to keep this going. Oh, so, yeah. This is a good conversation. Oh, yeah. we'll be a part There's so many other things yeah. we can talk about. Sweet. All, all right. right. Thanks, Carson, for coming Thanks, on. Anything man. else you want to say? It. What if someone's thinking about getting into real estate today? What do you tell them? Don't. Into, <laughs> <laughs> into doing what you do, not just real estate in general. I would tell them to research it. Think long and hard and reach out to anyone you know. Reach out to me, you know, call me. Yeah, where do people whatever. find you if they got buying or selling or do want something? Pretty much any avenue of social media. You know, Facebook, Chris Real Estate Group. Um, we get a phone number? Phone number 608-482-4040. He's married. I know he's handsome, but he's married. He's got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a website and then Instagram, Facebook. Yes, Instagram, Facebook, all the same thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Hit me up, talk to me, let me know. You know, I, that is one of the things I love to do is I love to educate people and teach people. So cool. if Dude. I can help you, you know, I, yeah. I, I didn't get started, you, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I didn't get started in this business alone. Like I had people who helped me and that's for sure. Oh, same with me. I would not be where I'm at without the people that I'm surrounding myself with. Correct. Yeah. That's What's awesome. up? So, What's <laughs> thanks to Eric for doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, love it. Well, cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Guys. Thanks for coming awesome. on. That was fun. It flew by. Um, thanks for watching. We'll Beautiful. see you guys next week. See ya.